Hey guys, welcome to my anti-war podcast and presentation. So, some of the main goals of the anti-war movement were just to generally bring more peace between nations and countries and people in general. Um, Because there was a lot of like innocent deaths and stuff like that. Um, and there was also a lot of expenses involved in our efforts for like materials and um, just expenses such as that. So there were a lot of events leading up to the major push for anti-war movements. Um, but there were a few that really stood out to me, like um, the My Lai Lassacre. Um, and what happened in that was there was a group of American soldiers who were ordered and assigned to protect an area in Quang Nai and anyone other than the soldiers that was in that area was assumed to be a bad guy or someone like someone that was considered a threat. So when the soldiers showed up there, um, there were just innocent bystanders like, um, people who lived there that were growing their, their rice and like just basically getting it ready for breakfast and the soldiers unknowingly opened fire so they killed a bunch of innocent people um, so that was one of them and another one was the Tet Offensive and this was a series of surprise attacks from northern Vietnam soldiers on South Vietnam because there was a lot of American soldiers that were just kind of staying down in Southern Vietnam. So they kind of just like did a bunch of sneak attacks on them. Um, And a third one that really stood out to me was the Gulf of Tonkin incident. And this was where American soldiers and captains were on a boat in the Gulf of Tonkin and saw unidentified vessels and before they had seen them, they were told to be aware of possible northern Vietnamese soldiers nearby. So unknowing that, well, just not knowing like who was in the vessel and who was controlling it, they had fired missiles at it, again, not knowing who was in it. And after firing some missiles at them, they got some back in return in the ocean. Um, some of the big leaders that were involved in the anti-war movement, um, one of them was a guy named Mario Savio. Uh, previously, he was a U.S. educator and free speech activist, and he was the main guy that went and raised a bunch of money and got a bunch of people recruited to join a committee that was called the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. And that was just basically another group to protest against um, war. And in that little committee, he had started a lot of speeches and rallies protesting against violence, and it was peaceful. Um, another leader was Ho Chi Minh. A, and he was a Vietnamese politician who led gatherings and rallies for people and 
those people that were in those rallies would show signs with a message about the um, anti-war. So both kind of similar, but both um, very important. And some, there were a lot of different methods used to protest, and a lot of them, or a few of them that stood out to me were, um, like, a lot of use of rallies and speeches and gatherings, um, just kind of getting together for people to group up and share their similarities and their opinions on um, war and how they were against it and violence. And in these different types of gatherings, um, they would hold up a bunch of signs and posters um, and banners that would basically have a bunch of messages or slogans or phrases written on them, um, basically summing up their opinions on war and violence and why they didn't like it. Some of the struggles that the people within this anti-war movement had um, is that they would kind of come across like government and military or government government officials and military, um, and that's kind of in a sense who they were against because they were initiating a lot of this war and violence that these people were viewing. So when they'd be in their rallies or get-togethers, um, oftentimes these officials and military soldiers and leaders would show up and be there. And sometimes they would collide and um, just disagree on a lot of stuff. And sometimes it didn't turn out too good. So it was a little bit of a um, obstacle for them to over for them to kind of get through over time. big movement that influenced this anti-war and violence movement was the free speech movement because in the free speech movement it was just basically like people being able to voice their opinions on certain topics or situations that they didn't like so similar to the anti-war one it was just allowing them to speak their minds on why they disagreed with war and violence and that was basically just them trying to voice their opinion on that um some key terms and concepts that are important to this movement is something like the free speech movement like i was just talking about and that was basically where um a group of college kids would protest on their campus about certain things that they didn't agree with, like civil rights, and then eventually it became the Vietnam War, since that was a very big topic back then. Um, so along with the free speech movement, uh, there was the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, and the Mario Savio guy I mentioned earlier was the leader of this group, and it was where he got a group of students from colleges together and they would just protest against war and violence peacefully like in the rallies and speeches that I had 
mentioned earlier. Um, so just like back in the 60s, there were lots of anti-war and violence movements and protests, just like there are now. Um, kind of similar to like the anti-gun protests where people will march with banners and posters and signs and just get together and voice their opinion on really how they don't like people having guns and using them because they've seen what harm they can do. So they're pretty similar in this sense because they're both very, very anti-violence um, movements and protests.